0: Welcome in to a new edition of the Denver Nuggets Daily Podcast. I am your host T.J. McBride of Mile High Sports. You can find me over on Twitter at T.J. McBride NBA and all of my stuff over at MileHighSports.com under the Nuggets section. Um, It is time to talk about the Nuggets' victory from tonight. The Nuggets beat the the Phoenix Suns one hundred nineteen to ninety one in what was one of the most incredible offensive performances by an individual in Nikola Jokic. By the time the game game ended tonight. Nikola Jokic put together a triple-double consisting of 35 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists, 4 steals, 1 block, and 0 turnovers while shooting 11 of 11 from the field, 3 of 3 from the three-point line, and 10 of 11 from the free-throw line. Really, there is no other way to sum up Nikola Jokic's performance offensively or really on both sides of the ball as anything other than historic. He is putting himself amongst the names like Wilt Chamberlain and guys like that who have, and you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Larry Bird with these kinds of performances. And honestly, looking at tonight's game, this may have been the best performance of Nikola Jokic's career. Um, really, the only other one that could be close is probably his... Uh, first half triple-double that he had that broke the fastest triple-double record. There were some bad things as well. One thing in particular, which was Will Barton um, ended up hurting his hip slash groin slash abductor. He will be getting an MRI in the morning on Sunday. I am recording this very late Saturday night, early Sunday morning. But sometime earlier in Sunday morning, somewhere around 8, 9 a.m., he should be getting an MRI, and we'll see where he is at with that when that news comes out. Um, We'll be getting into everything from the Nuggets, just complete obliteration of the Phoenix Suns here in a second. But before we do that, let me give you a quick word from our sponsors. Before we get into the rest of the Denver Nuggets Daily Podcast, I just wanted to remind everybody that we are presented by Terrapin Care Station. Since 2010, Terrapin Care Station has been providing patients and customers with high quality cannabis products at everyday low prices. Serving the communities of Denver, Boulder, and Aurora, they offer their own flower and concentrates as well as all of the brands that you love at prices that you just won't believe. They pride themselves at having the most knowledgeable and professional staff in the industry, and their team will work with you one-on-one to help you find the products that are perfect for you their dispensaries are unassuming safe and discreet with ample parking at every location for a seamless retail experience for up-to-date menus and promotions head to www.terrapincarestation.com or just come into one of their five convenient colorado locations today all right let's jump back into these things so let's start with the bad news first and foremost uh will barton went up for a reverse layup in the third quarter And when he exploded off of his right leg to jump into the air to actually finish the layup, he said that he felt something pop. And when that happened, he went up, he finished the layup and actually made it, and he hit the floor and did not get back up. Um, Michael Malone had to force one of the Nuggets players, I believe it was Jamal Murray, to take a foul just to get the game to stop so that they could go 10 to Will Barton, who was still on the floor on the opposite end of the court, really in deep agony you could see it on his face that it was just absolutely just tearing him apart how bad that pain was and will barton is one of the toughest people you'll come by so to see that from will it was um it was nerve-wracking to say the least and it was one of those things where nothing you could just tell nothing but terrible things were going to come from whatever happens from that point forward so will barton is on the ground Uh, It's been about three minutes he was on the ground and eventually the Nuggets trainers tried to lift him up and he was again in such agonizing pain that they set him back down again and had to call for a medical cart to come bring him out because it was just too much for him to do it on his own. So Will Barton then gets wheeled off of the court and he was out for the game from from what we were told was a right hip injury. After the game, uh, Michael Malone spoke as um, as well as Will Barton. Uh, Michael Malone's words were really interesting, though, because it really paints the picture for how important Will Barton is to this team. Um, even though Nikola Jokic had such a historic scoring night and just overall offensive production night, Will, uh, Michael Malone said, obviously, right now our thoughts are with Will Barton. He suffered a right hip injury, and I have no d- update on that. Obviously, they will do some tests in the morning to see the extent of the injury, but all of our thoughts are with Will right now. Again, this is coming off of a historic performance from Nikola Jokic. Clearly, Will Barton means so much to this team to where his injury just threw a blanket over what was supposed to be such a fun night for the Nuggets because everything that they wanted to do went right for them tonight. But no matter what happened, no matter who you talked to in that locker room, there was just this feeling of nervousness and this sadness that will barton of all people one of the most passionate people you will ever meet when it comes to basketball is the one who got hurt in this way and michael malone spoke on that as well he said to see him carted off like that you start to think the worst i am going to try to remain optimistic and hope for the best obviously all of his teammates are in there giving him lots of love which he needs um Will Barton did, of course, as the classiest person that he is, he spoke to the media despite the fact that he could have had a major injury tonight. We still do not know as of right now the intensity and the degree of which he was injured, but still, Barton spoke to us and he told us um, about how the injury happened, the way he was feeling after the game and things like that. When he talked about how the injury happened, this is his quote. It was on the layup, off the jump I just felt something awkward. It was on the jump, as I was in the air I felt it. He was then asked if he heard if he felt anything pop and he did say yes, he did feel a pop. The one good thing is that when we went into the locker room as media, Will Barton was actually standing on on his own power. He did not need assistance to get to the showers after the game. He seemed, by all accounts, at least functional as a person. Again, there could be a major injury still hiding within that hip, groin, or abductor area, but at least he was able to put pressure on it he was able to stand on it he was able to walk out of the locker room under his own power so i asked him about what he th- about what his future outlook looks like and this is what he told me i don't know it's just real sore right now so i'll wait till-, till tomorrow to see i don't even want to predict anything i don't want to get too high or too low once i find out i'll take it from there um he- will barton also did say that the pain was subsiding slowly from the initial injury up until the point where we talked to Will Barton in the locker room. So that was very, very good to see is that Will Barton was able to at least get to a point to where the, he, he did notice an actual um his his body getting better even though the injury happened just about an hour and a half b- before that. So looking ahead with Will Barton likely at least out for the Golden State Warriors game on Sunday afternoon, um it sounds like from what Michael Malone was talking about that Tory Craig will likely be the fill in. When he when Michael Malone was asked what he, his confidence level in Tory Craig to fill in for Will Barton, Michael Malone said all of the confidence in the world. He has already done that. Tory Craig last year, when Gary Harris was out down the stretch, played big, big menace for us in big moments. I have all the confidence in Torrey. He is going to go out there and do his job. I thought he did a great job of guarding tonight. That is what he brings to the table, that defensive versatility. So... It seems like Malone is leaning towards starting Tory Craig, but that could absolutely change at any given point. The Nuggets will need more defense on the floor than they will need scoring tomorrow against the Golden State Warriors, but it's going to be interesting to monitor which direction Michael Malone goes. But... Michael Malone when it comes to summarizing the overall feeling of what of what happened when, when Will Barton went down with that injury, summed it up perfectly. He said, "Whenever one of your brothers go down, your heart breaks, you feel for them." And that is exactly the way that the the mood and the aura of the locker room felt tonight because of that. Um before we get into the rest of Nikola Jokic's historic night, I just wanted to tell you real quick about Terap and Care Station once again. They are doing 10% off at all of their stores as long as you bring in any kind of confirmation that you have registered to vote in the state of Colorado. That is 10% off your entire purchase. If I mean, first of all, everybody should be voting. That shouldn't even be a up for discussion. But the fact that you get 10% off all of your cannabis needs just by showing that you are registered to vote how do you pass that up so make sure you run down to terrapin care station go check out all of the great things that they have going on down there and get that 10 percent off for just doing your patriotic rights all right it is time to talk about what is the most fun part of this podcast which is going to be nikola Jokic's absolutely historical night um Nikola Jokic had his first triple double of the 2018 19 season, but that is really the smallest piece of this. So, just to reemphasize Nikola Jokic's absurd stat line tonight. He had 35 points on 11 of 11 shooting from the field. That is 3 of 3 from 3 point distance and then 10 of 11 from the free throw line. He added in 12 rebounds and 11 assists to make it a triple-double, but also had 4 steals and a block and had a grand total of 0 turnovers with all of that action going around him. He only played 30 minutes on top of that. That is absurd. 35 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists, four steals, one block in just 30 minutes. So to put this into perspective about how historically dominant this performance was from Nikola Jokic, only three players, according to basketball reference in NBA history, have put up at least 35 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists and 4 steals in a game. That those three players are Larry Bird who took double overtime and 54 minutes to accomplish that feat, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar who had to play 47 of 48 minutes to get to those numbers and then Nikola Jokic tonight who only played again 30 minutes. That is Completely stupefying. I mean, nobody should be able to have that kind of production at that efficient of a level in that short amount of time. It does not make sense, and it has never happened in the history of the NBA. In addition to that, Nikola Jokic also has the fastest 35-point triple-double regardless of how they get there. It took Kevin Love the second quickest amount of time. Now after Nikola Jokic, it took him 33 minutes. Nikola Jokic had a 35-point triple, a triple-double in just 30 minutes tonight. And again, to continue on this historical part of this, Nikola Jokic is the first player in NBA history who has had a 35-point triple-double without a turnover. Zero turnovers to get 35 points, 12 rebounds, and 11 assists. Uh, again, like these numbers don't make sense. It is absolutely bewildering that it is even... Possible to put up this kind of production on that little amount of time with that kind of efficiency. I'm going to say this probably five, six more times in this podcast because it just doesn't make sense. Nobody, and I mean nobody, should be able to put up these numbers. It is absolutely incredible. Um, Again, Nikola Jokic is one of four players to ever have a triple-double without missing a field goal attempt. Wilt Chamberlain did it three times, Draymond did it twice, Bo Outlaw did it once, Russell Westbrook did it once, and Nikola Jokic did it once. To add to that, again, only Nikola Jokic and Wilt Chamberlain have had 30-point triple-doubles without missing a shot from the field. The, The list goes on and on and on. Nobody... And I mean, nobody has ever had an offensive performance like Nikola Jokic has tonight, regardless of position, regardless of role, regardless of usage. He broke the idea of what is possible from a player in that amount of time, in just 30 minutes. And it wasn't just that he was hitting shots that were just there and wide open for him. Nikola Jokic... The three of the first four possessions just decided to eat DeAndre Ayton alive. He had two post-ups on him where Ayton just had no chance. And then Nikola Jokic, just for good measure, decided to hit a three from the top of the key right in Ayton's face. And all of this has continued to roll and roll and roll. The passes were all there. There was at least five occasions in which Nikola Jokic passed a player directly into a largely uncontested layup, which they missed. Nikola Jokic could have had 16 or 17 assists tonight on top of this, which would have made this night even more incredible. But... Again, he just continually kept attacking and attacking and attacking. When Nikola Jokic is this assertive and this aggressive, there is nothing that anybody can do to stop him. He is that good of an offensive player. He is a borderline savant when it comes to playing offensive basketball. And watching him tonight was probably the most dominant performance I have ever seen from an offensive player alive. And it's probably the greatest game that Nikola Jokic himself has ever played. You can make an argument that the fastest triple-double in NBA history, when he had a triple-double in like 15 minutes in the first half, could potentially be a better game, but I'm sorry it's, this game overall was even more impactful and even more incredible than that fastest triple-double was. And it wasn't just offensively, it was the fact that Nikola Jokic, as well as offensively was able to also put together a great defensive game. That's really been the most incredible part of this and I keep using the word incredible because I can't find anything else to go back to. It's 2 in the morning and I'm, I'm just stunned by this performance but he had four steals Which is, again, absurd. People don't get four steals in a game. And he also had a block, and that is not a disingenuous stat. It wasn't just like Nikola Jokic was getting in passing lanes and was struggling on defense otherwise. Jokic was hedging hard, he was rotating perfectly, he was splitting the difference between the big who was rolling and the guard he was containing. Every part of Nikola Jokic's game from defense into transition into the offensive end of the floor as a playmaker or as a scorer, he did everything to absolute perfection tonight. And again, to have zero turnovers on top of this, it is just... It's dumbfounding to look at this performance and see anything but just absolute brilliance. And that's what this was. It was the most brilliant performance from a Nuggets offensive player that they have ever had potentially. And that is really, really, really incredible to think about. He is only 23 years old, he's only in his fourth NBA season, and he is not anywhere near his peak yet. It has been incredible to watch Nikola Jokic throughout this path, and it has been special to see how he has grown as a leader and as a player, because it wasn't just that he was scoring and defending, he was talking with his teammates, he was vocal, he was pulling them into huddles when things seemed to be getting a little bit loose and chaotic. Nikola Jokic did everything to perfection tonight, And because of that, there has not been a game where he has been this impactful in his entire career thus far. Yes, Nikola Jokic was the story, but there were still plenty of other conversations to be had about other players who were great as well. First of all, the Nuggets starters scored 89.9% of their points tonight. All but, let me see here, six 10, 12, all but 12 points that the Nuggets scored of their 119 tonight. That means 107 points went directly to their starting unit. And the big contributors were, of course, Nikola Jokic, like we've been talking about, but also Jamal Murray who had a quietly great game tonight. He was shot 9 of 18 from the field and 3 of 7 from 3 and hit all 5 of his free throws. So he had 26 points to go with 3 rebounds, 5 assists and 2 steals as well as a block. So Jamal Murray as well really came out of his shell and attacked with authority and found his spots to get jumpers off. He even hit a couple great pull-up threes in a couple in this game as well as a buzzer beater at halftime just to just add a little cherry on top jamal murray was great tonight as well and paul Millsap finally found a little bit of an offensive rhythm for himself he was five of ten from the field tonight added in 10 rebounds had two assists a steal and three block shots for 14 points as well so for the nuggets overall from top to bottom as the starters they were offensively fantastic tonight and defensively they were great as well um they held the Suns to just 38.2% shooting. That's 29 of 76. They only allowed the Suns to take 76 shots tonight. Um, they also held their three-point um, their three-point percentage down to 28.2%, even though they took 39 threes tonight. And overall, they just dismantled this um, this Suns team. The Nuggets outscored the Suns in the paint by 32 points tonight. They had six more second chance points and they had wow uh they outscored the suns 33 to 9 in fast break points there was not one point in which the suns led in this game they only tied it once overall You really couldn't put together a more dominant performance from this Nuggets team. And the most important part about this as a team collective thought process is that they did not overlook the Phoenix Suns, even though the Golden State Warriors they have to face on a back-to-back tomorrow. They came in, they took care of business at home against a team they were better than, and they put their foot down and showed their authority. Overall, this is the absolute best game the Nuggets have played in a very, very long time. And if this is any indication of what is to come, this Nuggets team has so much potential that we just didn't see coming. I mean, we're only two games in, but the Denver Nuggets right now have the best defense in basketball in terms of defensive rating and the best net rating in basketball. They've just been phenomenal top to bottom, and they have really taken the uh, their defensive determination to an entirely different level. And Michael Malone, who was given his contract extension a few days ago, deserves so much credit for that. That's really all I got from you, for you guys, on this edition of the Denver Nuggets Daily Podcast. Thank you so much for following along. Make sure you go into iTunes and subscribe to the Denver Nuggets Daily Podcast. Make sure you also comment and leave feedback, leave a review, rate the podcast, all of that fun stuff. And if you have any feedback you want to give me, my DMs are open on Twitter. Again, my... My, my handle on Twitter is at TJ McBride MBA. You can email me as well. My email is in my Twitter bio, and it's also tmcbride3793 at gmail.com. If you want to sponsor this show, reach out to us. If you just want to interact and talk, reach out to us. I am always around to interact with the fans the most I can. But for tonight, it is late. It is time for me to go to bed. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you have a great rest of your day.